The message you are about to listen to is brought to you by the Fountain of Life Church Hope Center. We believe that the Word of God has power through the Holy Spirit to cause remarkable changes in your life. And as you meditate and act on these words, your life will become a testimony. shout out to everyone good news um we're just going to be sharing the link to previous um what's it called now to previous um <laughs> to previous uh, conversations episodes, episodes. Yeah. episodes. Yeah. yeah thanks yeah yeah so yeah, we have them uploaded. Uh, is going to share the link now. And also at the end of the day, she's going to share it as well. Uh, you can share the link as well with your friends and family and loved ones. Let's do that quickly. Um, I just want to know, we want to get a few feedback from last session, testimonies, comments. How has it been for you? Um, just, you know, you know just reactions before we jump into today. Anybody want to say something? Some, some. Anybody want to say some, something? That song is not coming out. Anybody, any feedback? You know, you can send me your questions as well. Okay. All right. So, um, Muji or Oz, please, you can make me close. Okay. All right. All right. So who knows the topic of today? Anybody? The topic of today? Anybody conversant with the topic of today? Let's see whether you came here prepared. I'm waiting for your chat to we're all doing it together. Bishop, you can make me calls, please. Our love is spelled. Yeah. Adiola, you deserve something. We think about what it is. You deserve a lot of things, but you deserve a round of applause. Well done. All right, so today's topic is how love is spelled. Yes, you got it right. How love is spelled. And it came out of conversation. I was just, you know, um, just a thought in my mind that now I know that the Valentine season is over and it's like people are back to, people are back to, let's wing it. Well, back to okay to another time so i don't know if anyone want to share in the comments like what do you think that topic means how is love spelled you did not even ask how many people even got vowed you are already jumping this stuff okay, you don't even know so, that. I mean, that, just, that we just don't reopen we don't, we don't reopen it, that okay. yeah so yeah some people so just, we just let it go Abby. some mm, people are they're mm, they mm. looking forward 2023 yes. is our year okay i get yes. it Exactly, exactly the point. So I wanted to find out from us, what do you think that means? How love is spelled? How is love spelled? Okay, so I was having this conversation and just thinking about, um, I was having this conversation and I was just thinking about what, what do we think love is? All right, how is love spelled? 
So I want us to go to this part of the scripture and we're going to pick it up from there. How is love spelled? Before, before I go to scripture, anybody please in the chat box, please spell love. How is love spelled? How is love spelled? Let's see. Let's see if anybody can catch or code or get what I'm trying, what we're about to say. <laughs> wow, Emmanuel. Let's see if you can really spell it without anybody interrupting you. Wow, that's so genius. That's 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 such a brilliant response. <laughs> Emmanuel spelled how is love spelled? Love is spelled as love, L-O-V-E. Fantastic. Love is spelled as Jesus Christ. Love is spelled through actions. Thank you so much. Just stole for me. Thank you so much, um, Adiola Adams, for that. Anybody else? How is love spelled? So I don't want us to come to the practicality of how love is spelled. Anybody else? Going? Going? Oh, yeah, now. Understanding. Okay, fantastic. All right. Okay, I want us to open to our Bible's book of, if you can, if you can't, somebody can make a copy and paste it in the group chat. Love is spelled as God. Cool, cool stuff. And then we're going to pick one by one. First Corinthians chapter 13. We want to see how love is spelled. The idea is this. Um, it also can mean what does what is the meaning of love? And we'll go into practical conversations, all right? You know how we do it. We don't hold back. We just jump right in. If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I am nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, then I have faith that says to the mountain, jump and it jumps. But I don't love, I am nothing. So, guys, if I give everything I own to the poor, I never go to the stake to be burnt as a material, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, what I do, I am bankrupt without love. Guys, I want us to be very real about this scripture. No, we just read it very well and we just move. So it says that if I were to speak with eloquence in earth, many, many languages, and in the heavenly tongues of angels, yet I don't express myself with love, my word will be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing but a clanging symbol. Like, guys, hold on. Two. If I, were to, if I were to have the gift of prophecy, hey, how many of you want a prophetic word right now? Like somebody right now, they say, just someone give me a word. Somebody, like if I just say like, oh, right now, I feel like we should go, we should do prophetic activation. How many of us want word? Like how many of us will not mind receiving prophetic word right now? Anybody, just let me know. Who knows? If I just take a moment to pray. So say if you have the gift of, that's a lot. Hey, well, listen me, I think we'll do an activation on we'll do activation on before we leave. Yes. Because people think we're joking. We're not joking here. We're spirit being here. Fantabulous. So if we were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, meaning this prophecy is not, it's not even misanito. This is prophecy that's on moment, on point, never missing. The word like this confirmation is something else. Well, somebody's mic is on. The confirmation is like what translation am I reading? TPT. TPT. Uh, if you go to U version, you see TPT translation. That's passion translation. So imagine your prophecy is not missing. No. Let me give you, let me think of an example. So one day on the on, I think the 
2018, or I think it was 2018 or 2017, one of the 2000s, we had crossover service. I went to my mother-in-law's house. As I stepped into my mom's mother-in-law's house, I felt the power of God so strongly. I started prophesying and I prophesied our promise for the, our promise for the year as a church. Like it was so accurate, open doors. And that was the year of our open doors. So as we cross over, our pastor just said, is our year of open door. Man, my mom, my mother-in-law was like, what? I used to tease that. I feel like that day. I mean, she has always celebrated and the grace of God upon my life. But I feel like that day she was like, oh, more man, oh, money, money, man. And just very weird. So what is saying that? Imagine as I give that prophet, that God's hidden secret. If I possess unending spiritual knowledge, if I had the greatest gift of faith that I can move mountains, but I've never learned to love, then I'm nothing. Ah, huh? I mean, how many of you know that we're in a day and age whereby it's like everybody's just like, wow, prophecy and all. Like it's been there, but it's like there's there's a wave. There's God is actually restoring the 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 place of the prophetic in the body and everything. All right, bestie. And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything I own to feed the poor or to offer my body to be born as a material without the pure motive of love, I gain nothing of value. So guys, let us sell out there. Anybody here feeling great right now? Like, look at this description. Anybody feeling so gifted? Like, so all this way they do like this now. All this we are prophesying, we are we are doing all these things. That is not, that is not the greatest value. The greatest value is love. Bishop, I don't want to share this screen. Bishop, Sorry? is this you? Okay, this is not you, no. this is someone else. Okay, so that is, that like, for me, it just blew my mind because I'm like, whoa, God, this is a lot. So now let's go to what love is, and then we're going to start to spell love. And I want you, I remember sometimes I was reading the scripture and I was just like, ah, oh, moment. Oh, moment. Oh, how do we, how do we take this? Sorry, please give me a minute. I'm saying something that. All right. So I just want us to take a moment to begin to think about some of these things, right? How do we move from here? How do we begin to define what love is? I want to, I want to, let's rate ourselves. Let's begin to, you know, rate ourselves. Okay, let's go. Love is large and incredibly patient. How is love spelled? Patience. Hmm. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. If you're in a relationship, you're married, if you're single, this is for you. Are you consistently kind? Or your kindness is to have mood swing, your kindness is to switch. So guys, I want us to be real. How many of us are consistently kind? Like our kindness is there. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. When blessing comes to someone else, meaning your partner is getting promotion, promoted, people are, guys, it's a big deal. People are celebrating your partner. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with it? Go help you people, you're in the same industry. You're in the same industry. Or maybe you're the guy before, now you're the, now you're the floss, you're the one dropping by, you're the one that has the, like, you're the one 
and all of a sudden your babe is picking up all your babe and your guy, how do you feel? Love does not brag about one's achievement or inflate his own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect. Are we respectful? How is love spelt? Love is not easily irritated. Hey, if you're on this table, say amen. You can type amen. You get easily irritated. You can just, you can just wave around this table like you get easily irritated. You are like, mm. some things are like, oh, that's just common sense. That's just, ah. yeah, Muji, you should use five hands. <laughs> I'm just teasing, right? No selfishly seek its own honor. Seek your own honor. I'm going to use normal transition. So normal transition. Which transition is this? Love celebrates honesty. Uh, love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. How many of you have book where you count it? Remember in 1801, somebody, your, your partner did something, something happened later on. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Now that's what I used to do. I'm going to teach us about the power of language. I remember my husband then. Like, no, no, it's not right that you always you say, always. Initially, when he said that, always, now you just want to, I not hear me. I said, yes, now always. You say, always. And I'm like, I'm not saying, am I not saying always? I say, yes, now always. Only when goes, always. I have to wait, oh God, this is uh, call and response. It's not really, I'm not understanding. Like, what do you mean? And started teaching me that. Let me see, words are powerful. When you say, I always, do this like that means I do that all the time, every time. I mean, I was like, guilty of that all the time, all the time. So I have to say, Oh, I, I don't, I so say, rephrase. Well, yeah, oh, Mendo, you're welcome. So, all me they will say, rephrase. So, I'll say stuff like I, what I mean is when you do this, sometimes when you do this, the last time, or you know, so I mean, I was to see that's how love is felt. Love does not generalize. That's how you are. That's how you always do. That's how I used to say. Okay. Um, love celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a place, safe place of shelter. How many of us, how many of you are safe place that your spouse can come to you to make the same mistake over and over and it's still a safe place? Like how many of us can, I mean, when I mean over and over, not because there's probably a pattern, but how many of us that, okay, can I ask a question? When something happens, how many of you are quick to go to your partner? Just cough, just to cough sign. Choose any smiley in the chat box. Like <laughs> the first place to go. If you are thinking about it, say thinking. You can put dot, dot, dot. You don't feel, you know, some people, they don't know how to go to your partner first because you have to go, because you're going to go and defend court case or you're going to go and, you have to come correct. You can't be caught you know, not put together. He said, love is a safe place. Never stop believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat for he never gives up. He never stopped loving. Love never stopped loving. I'm going to read one more. I'm going to just jump to one more and then we'll start to speak about it. So let's talk about it. Is it possible? to not get easily irritated. I wrote to you, Lord, 
Is it possible? Bear, love bears all things, believe all things, hope all things, endures all things. Guys, let's talk about this. What does this look like in our present day? Love never fails. So if that's the case, is it possible to say that I am I have fallen out of love with your husband? Hey, who got by you? Because a lot of times, I'm so number one, I saw past, um, a friend of mine posted something, Pastor Demola posted something, and I, I really applauded him. I said that I love it because one of the problems of our day is generalization. So people preach and say love is not enough. I frown, I fight, and I kick when people say that, regardless of who is saying it. I get what they're saying. Please begin to break it down to us that erotic love, eros love, is not a love. So when Pastor was explaining that Eros love is not enough to take you through marriage, you need the agape, agape love, please, because God is love. How are you? Oh, just kidding me. So someone, when you say that love is not enough, you're saying God is not enough. Look at what God, look at what love is. This is the love that says is not enough. I don't think so. This is love never ends. So what we think love is, a lot of us spell love as emotions. A lot of us spell love as feelings. A lot of us spell love as butterfly in our belly. A lot of us spell love as great moments. What about the down moment where your partner is really offended, like you feel offended, but now love says you can't take offense. So are you telling me that that love is not enough? So we have established that that is generalization. So guys, let us start with this. Love never fails love never ends is it possible so what about is it possible to fall out of love discussion when people say i don't love him anymore now now i'm talking about for those that are married for those that are in relationships <laughs> and you might ask me appear so what's the difference the difference is that when you are dating right when you're dating somebody and all you still have the option of choice. The choice that you have is a golden key. In fact, I was saying on Sunday, God expects, let me put it this way. You know what? If you read Ephesians chapter five, right? Ephesians chapter five talks about man. Let's, let's read that again and then we'll, we'll jump into all of this. Is somebody with me this morning? I'll be this evening. Yes, so a lot of us talk about efficiency, do not be drunk in wine, which is in excess, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Guys, the next thing after that very scripture that you are quoting that we love, the very next thing is, so for wives, this means, so you see, being filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, prophesying, speaking spiritual songs, for wives. So what is the manifestation of this for wives? This means being devoted to your husband like you are tenderly devoted to your Lord. Let me go to the husband. 25. To the husband, you are to demonstrate love for your wife with the same tender devotion that Christ demonstrated is bride. For he died for us. I love that scripture. Husband, love your wife as Christ died. Love the church. How he died. Is it possible for a man to die for his wife? How did Christ love the church? He puts his wife, he puts the church before anything else he thought about them so let's go back to this how is love spelt in our present day so i was saying that if you are single right you see this law of submission this law of devotion supersedes everything else 
So that is why God expects you choose rightly. That's why God will not tamper with your will. You will have to choose. And a lot of people person person says, don't marry a fool. Because that means you have to submit to a fool. It is what it is. That law of submission will not help you to understand that, oh, I'm sorry. So that means when you, it, it is what it is. Except you have chosen not to live according to the standard of Christ and the standard of, and that's why there's a lot of problem because marriages are shaking. So I want us to discuss, is it possible? So is it possible to not fall out of love? in marriage or in relationship? Is it possible? And I was hoping someone would take me up. Okay, Olu Wale, please go ahead. Yeah, okay. Oh, sorry, good evening. Um, good evening. Um, so in terms of, is it possible to not run out of love? You know, there's a, there's a popular saying that if a river forgets its source, it will dry up. So what I've come to understand and what I've seen is when people say like the, the love is, they don't feel the love in the marriage. One of the functional things I always ask is, do you, did you, do you know the origin of this love you speak of? Because oh. you know that the origin is God. You always go back for refill. And the thing is, um, because there are, two, there are two issues. A lot of people don't know the origin. Two, they don't know the concept of love. So what they think they are doing that is called love is in the actions. And they don't understand that the way Christ thought about it, yes, the actions are part of it, but that's not the entirety of it. So because if you understand, anyone who truly understands love in the fullness of it knows that you can't truly appreciate love outside of God. Mm. The part that they forget their source. So when people say run loves out of a marriage, it shows that there's a disconnect between them and their source. So it's possible but it's also an indicator of the fact that there's a disconnect between the source of love and the individual at the same time. Thank you so much, brother. Well, it's good to have you back. We're looking out for you, Igali. Anybody else? Brother, ex, ex, ah, wow. Sorry, that's it's Michael Ekola. Emma Bino, Michael Ekola, no, sorry. Ah. Xavier, please. Ah, sorry, Don't I said murder exa. my brother's name. Emma Bino's Xavier, <laughs> your professor, your professorship. Please go ahead. So, while you spoke, you know, and I, I really, you know, um, I am a proponent of your position as regards that statement. When I hear it and the way people are very passionate when they say it, love is not enough. I know that uh, we're not talking about or thinking about, you know, the same love that we know that we have received through Jesus Christ, you know. So as you spoke, first thing that came to my mind was Jude chapter 1 verse 21. It says, keep yourselves in the love of God. Uh, which implies that there is a possibility to, to go out of, come out of God's love. Seth. Exactly. And once you're so out of good. God's love and, Woo. you know, in consistency with what the previous speaker said, if you're out of that place, you're out of the source, you have nothing else to offer. All right. And, um, you know, uh, the point I'm trying to make is that keeping yourself in love of God is a, I don't want to use the mm. word daily because it is a continuous process where you continue to assess, you know, your actions, your words, the posture of your heart, that mm. it is consistent, you know, with the love of God. The scripture says the love of Christ constrains us, you know. Mm. We don't say everything. We don't do everything. We don't act everything. We are always continuously checking if our actions, our thoughts, our words are consistent with the love of God. So it is possible to mm. not keep yourself in the love of God and as a result you know, things go off because um, mm. it is the love of Christ that constrains us to submit to one another. 
you know, mm -hmm. and to do the things that come out of love, you know. So, yes, it is possible for one to not be in the love of God and, and as such, things fall apart. My thoughts. Wow. This is so good. You know, this is a part of, and I want to share a very, Charlie, who are these deep guys? I know, right? This is a part I want to share personal story and I will get into it. I want us to now unearth some things that make us to go out because guys, we've said we know how to do marriage, but it's falling apart like never before because we have tried to do it by our own self. We did not create like a TV telling, I know like you don't want to read the manual. Now talking about how if you fall out of God's love and I've even highlighted that scripture, like I'm just going to, that's a scripture that talks about building your most holy faith. That's verse 20 and then 21. Ah, more love there. I'm going to keep, I'm going to just keep yourself in the love of God. So, you know, as we're speaking, the Lord, what the Lord, what I perceive was, let me see, people can fall out of love, not because the love, the love is, the love is endless, but people can cut the flow and the supply. Because if people are not even responding to God, how can they respond to their partner? I see people fight their partner for things that I said, they don't have the human capacity to give you this. Human nature, selfish. All right? Now, let me give you a practical example. Baby, can I go ahead? Go ahead. Thank you, baby. All right. So, I remember one day, we've shared this story before. Now, my husband on the road with map and you directing him is quite... Um, it was, oh, by the way, baby, you've got, you've gone, you've, you've gotten so good. You've gotten better. Hey, hey, my husband. Like I think about it. My husband used to have something I call road rage. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a lot of men that do, they do have it. But only reason was quite interesting. So he doesn't like not to know where he's going. So he uses the map. And I should see that, wow, we are three. Is this map in the relationship with us? Like, like I said, let's pass like this. Like, like my brother, even to say you are going to a supermarket down your road, and there's only one way to that supermarket. Only me, they will still check map to get to the spot. I know I'm like, do you want to climb the sky? Do you want to perhaps do teleporting? Or what, what exactly is going on? We see the road to the supermarket. There's only one way. But brother, I will I see like you. So tell you how connected he is to the map. So this special day, we're going to an environment that I'm used to, all right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm used to that area. And I, I mean, I walked in that area and everything. So we're coming back from that place. I'm, I was already saying, ah, because I know the map was going to pass it. Ah, let's pass. If you know Pestak, Amuro, all those places, I was thinking, let's pass inside Ago. You know, and then, well, I know how my husband is always asking me, see, where are we going? I say, ah, use your map. Then I'll say, no, I said, okay, we can go this way. I said, let me see. I'm like, the map is saying, let's, I said, no, let's go this way. My husband's like, if already, what are you saying? Should I use my map? You turn it. I said, ah, I said, ah, ah, you know what? Ah, I don't allow anywhere you want. Hey, my God, my God. And then my husband says something. Now, he has never, ever, ever. We don't do words. The words we use are life and spirit and life. Not like he insulted him, bang, bang, no. But I mean, it was just like, no, that's a very, I think that was a very, that's a very stupid thing to say. Oh, that was yeah, that was a very stupid thing to say. Because I was like, ah, we are not allowed. Just anywhere you want to go. Hey! You see, all those who are saying, 
All those who used to dance in Africa, all those who used to dance in movies, they started dancing in my head. I said, what? That's why I don't believe when you say a woman doesn't have ego. It's a lie. Not right. Some, you know, you don't done it way. Everybody has ego. It's not gender specific. Now, it's strange. Now, family, we don't. He's not that kind of person. My husband is not the person. He's not that person. Renewed by Christ. I mean, so I know. And like, like I said again, see where the love of Christ comes in. When you are reminded wrong, love does not remember wrong. Love believes the best in people. I believe the best, like, this is not my husband. But at that, perhaps, at that juncture, at that moment, my head was just like, oh, my God. Now, immediately, as well, I knew that, mm, 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 this is called, a.k.a. she saw, meaning Miss Talk, meaning Miss Yan. Like, oh, my God, immediately, bless his heart. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Missy. That is so wrong. But let me see at that point, ladies and gentlemen, I've entered the mood. I did not say anything. No. Only raise this. You know, those African mom that are smiling. There's no need to smile. But I had a smile. I was calm. I did not say a word. I was just, uh, no, I don't like smiling, laughing, but there was just a smile on my face like, ah, my God, it's about to go down. That's what was going on in my head. Like, what? Me? That was a stupid. Of course, that again. Who am I? Nobody with me, no. You know? So we turned, instead of following where I said it should go, it didn't even go its own way. My husband was like, Missy, I'm really sorry. I'm like, I said, it's fine. There was even accent with my spine. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Mm, ah! That's when you know there's a problem. Okay, so that's when you know there's a problem. It's fine? I don't know how you guys came up with this. It's mm. not fine. Bless his soul. Bless his heart. My husband packed. I said, no, 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 Missy, let's go. He said, no. Missy, we have to talk about it. I said, my mind. My mind, I'm like, oh my God. Now he wants to talk about it. That's my head, though. Now he's the one that doesn't want to talk. He's one that doesn't want to talk. This drama was going on in my head. Now you got me thinking that was a big deal. I just said, that's what it is. You two big brother, like, excuse me. But, but no, I heard the Lord clearly. And as I say, see, hide yourself in Christ. You see all those, no, it came out. It not come out, though. It's inside you. And the only ghost is probably dragging it with you. Well, lie, lie, you must have the last say. That's why you jump talk. Most times, I heard the Lord clearly. You see, if you don't resolve this, you're going to create a precedence. You do not, we've never had a better yes in our marriage. We don't allow things go without being resolved. But at this point, in my mind, I've dropped back to line. I'm going to be quiet till we get home. I will quietly serve him his food. Oh, my God. Quiet treatment activated. I'm not just saying, when I started laughing, he said, let me see, honestly, I saw that rage in your eyes. Like, I was scared. And then when we're going, we resolve this. I think I, I accepted his apology, not because I felt like, and that's why we get it wrong. Some of us want to feel like he's sorry to forgive. No, I forgive because it's what is expected of me. I forgive because not forgiving, is not just going to severe my relationship with my husband. He will severe my access to God, not because God moved anywhere, but because guess what? Offense is a fence that faces me away, not just from man, but from God. Come on now. Offense is a fence that faces me away, not just from man, but from God. So the question is, is offense that important that I will severe my relationship with God? So when I said, it's fine. Okay, baby, thank I, I take it. I was really hurt. I didn't like it, but I believe you. I believe you not know, because he assumed me a note that I won't do it tomorrow. I believe you not know, because I felt it. My ego will still fall like, I lie, what do you mean? But I chose to remember 
the voice of God that love does not take record of wrong. Love does not insist on its own. And of course, my husband was like, what do you want? What do you need? Anything for you? And I say, hey, immediately there was one pizza and, and I immediately I was anything, baby. And right there and there, the Lord said to me, he may say, no, you don't also want to create a precedent that when you fight, the next thing must bite things. What if you can't bite? Go home. And I said, baby, see, see Holy Spirit again. No? I said, now I'm not going to chop small, make up pizza, make up ice cream. But I get what God was saying. He said, you don't want to communicate to your husband that you needed that to fully reconcile. There's nothing wrong in buying your partner a gift and all, but at that spot, I think I was just dealing with my emotions. And I said, no, let's go on, fine. I'm okay, your, your apology is enough for me without adding another gift or material things. I don't know if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. when I'm saying love, can love run? I see this question and I'll go there right now. When I say love doesn't run out, somebody else can read it and can take it before I go, is the fact that okay. it's a choice. This thing that Mr. Ekudai and Mr. Oboda Oluwali said, it, see, if he can run out, not because love is, love is short, but you have cut your supply. You've cut your source. You can become cold. Are you investing in love? Love is actually, you see all these things they wrote, they write for inside, I say they wrote, wow. All these things written in this first Corinthians 13. It's not really about, oh, love is when you wake up and they send you text messages. Oh, love is when he gave you food and you feel like that's why he deserves sex. Oh, love is, no, these are action words. These are things that your human body cannot do because it does not make sense. Love is spelled as action. Love is spelled as service, all right? So you have to always choose to do that. Bishop, I don't even want to jump into that before we take this question. Um, I, know, I think we should just take the question because I, right. I want people to really talk. And um, yeah, I, I also don't want us to summonize them away from their questions. Every question is valid because what Pia has just done now is she has shown you the standard. But I know that a lot of us still struggle with the standard. For crying out loud, I was just reading that First Corinthians 13 and <laughs> my head was just like... Standards, man. Standards. Hey, wow. So I, I don't want you to feel like, oh, this is it. Oh, I, and everybody's. We, we need to talk about how we can help ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. So this question says, P, a quick one before I forget. Do you handle situations slash misunderstandings on the spot or talk about it later? Anybody want to go? Anybody want to go? All right, Bishop. Yeah, um, so like it, it's often said that try to handle, okay, first, the scriptural um, perspective is do not allow the sun set on your anger. So that also means misunderstanding, quarrels, fracas, uh, any word that is close to it. However, this is what normally happens. There are some people that upon their um, upset, they are a burning volcano. <laughs> Meaning that if you are one that has not learned by the help of the Holy Spirit and by constant discipline, you see the two. Let's not just say that Holy Spirit is coming on me by the laying of hands. Good. My tongue is now sanctified. No. Help of the Holy Spirit and constant discipline. If you are one that you have not by the help of the Holy Spirit and constant discipline, bridled your tongue. It is advisable that in the place of hurt or anger, do not speak. Because the Bible also said it. You understand? Because at that point, no word of grace can come out from your mouth. 
you would spill out your emotions as raw as it is without having a finesse that is where you hear things like that's what you always do i hate this thing about you you know and you now start to say words that affect even the core of your relationship so we always advise that if you are the kind of person that and it doesn't mean that every time you you feel that way it means that you don't bridle your tongue it could also be that you are upset beyond the limit of your self-control I many of you know that self-control has limits. If I tap your back, you say, ouch. If I tap it harder, I, I, I stop now. If I carry hammer, hit your back. <laughs> Don't plan the yay. The yay comes as a response because the hurt is higher than your self-control. And ever so often in life, we get to that point where our hurts supersede our current self-control at that point. And that's what you do. You go quiet. It is often advisable that you go quiet. Now, the flip side is some people go quiet to now start to cook up demonic agenda. So you see, so you are quiet, but you are quiet to still to bridle your tongue and to give room to the Holy Spirit. More often than not, we always tell people exercise and start to talk to God. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. That being said, if you are the kind of person that you have been able to master your emotions, it's good that you talk about it so that it doesn't spill into something else. So I'll give you a typical example. Because that thing I did, I knew that he had broken one of the cores of our marriage. You know, I had broke, I had, you know, broken the edge. I I I had to do everything in my power to make my wife understand that it was a mistake. And you see, guys, a woman will naturally accord you forgiveness when she sees it's a mistake. But if you make it a pattern, you make it difficult for her to always go to this first Corinthians 13. So let's be practical. Love is not does not keep record of wrong, but must you always be the presenter of wrong? Uh, we don't want to keep the record, but you too don't bring the reports. If you always bring reports of wrong, it will make it difficult to record to not record wrong. So I had to park to make her understand like I'm stopping everything, I'm not letting go until we let this thing you know, until, until until we say this thing. But guess what? In our marriage, there have also been times where we've had very heated conversations in the house. And we cool down for a bit. I, you know, I don't talk about the conversation because something in my head is still justifying that, no, this woman is wrong. Say, this is rubbish. No, she can't say that. No, uh, this is just being spoiled. I'm already... Cooking, all that is going on in my head. There is no how I want to speak the word of grace. I would indict her. I would say something that will, you know, that will tip it to my side. It will tip things to my side. So I go quiet. I say, Holy Spirit, help me. Even if I feel I'm right, give me the grace to not chase rightness over peace. Give me the grace to choose peace wow. over rightness. And I start to do that. Then I come and I'm like, babe, I didn't really understand what just happened now, you know, coming from a place of, I want to understand why you did what you did, because I believe that you never deliberately hurt me. So to answer you, there is no one rule. You must check where are you at that time. What you don't want to do is speak and mess it all up. What you also don't want to do is get quiet and mess it all up. So whichever side of the pendulum is leading towards your flesh, either speaking or going quiet, run away from that part. Yeah. Mm, so good so good yeah so you have to find out which work what, what where you guys are Olumide says a very powerfully when we got married i mentioned it one time 
that my husband is a very quiet, let me process, I'm the let's talk about it right now. And he had to explain to me, see, you might be able to just talk about it right now, but I want to process, you know, but what happened is I rubbing up on each other. Like, you know, well, why don't you meet in the middle? Talk to right now. I might say, what is wrong? Quiet, you are cooking. And the devil is cooking. We are cooking beans and partnering with the devil and all. So let us talk about it. So before we knew it, now is as if we're switched. My husband is very quick. He wants to talk about it. He wants to. So one yeah. of the things we do now is that sometimes somebody, how oh, you do? Do you want to talk about it? I know what, give me five minutes. We, we're not even communicating. You know what? Give me 10 minutes or, you know, give me a minute. Or sometimes we really go process, but there is a standing room. We can't go to bed angry. We can't even allow, I mean, there was a day something happened and then we talked and I'm like, okay. As he just left, the Holy Spirit said to me, are you going to let him go and send a message? Uh -huh. We laughed another day. So I'm like, ah, oh God. And immediately, I mean, nobody will shout. And see, some of these things are not, it's not somebody shouting or something. It's not very subtle, but you know, how do you know is a misunderstanding? You are, your peace is gone. There's there's this thing in your spirit. There's something. Anyways, yes. How do you know? Can you just if if can you just go and maybe talk to your your spouse or your your person you're dating, like you normally would? If you can't, then something is in between. There's something off. So as I was going, I sent him a text, and then just then the door opened because God had told him to when he was in the car before my text landed. Are you going to leave without going? So we both jammed at the door. Was I laughing? So I'm talking about the practicality. It doesn't take away the tension of what you want to do or what you hope to do. You have to find out what, 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 what works for you. But some people that you know that when they are angry, they can say all sorts. And then, you know, words, hey. And please, I want to speak to women also. You tell people to tell you how they feel. They say how they feel, then you can't take how they feel. So, and the person that's saying, telling people how they feel, you have to find out where both of you are and make sure that you use the way if you if your partner is very sensitive to words to things you must find a way to communicate in a way that is able to be understood and then you also must begin to grow to a point where it can't just be oh why do you mean that you also must go to the place where you are comfortable to take what it means with 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 joy without seeing everything negative in there. i don't know if that makes sense so that mm. you are able to um, Bishop, do you want to help me with that thing I just said right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think you're actually very spot on. Um, people should, in the bid to not, uh, in, in the bid to, to being um, vocal, I, I hear this a lot, I'm a very blunt person. My yay is yay, my nay is nay. You know, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand how to dilly dally. I give it to you, bam. Number one, you must also understand that it's easy to give, it's hard to receive. I used to be in that boat where I feel like once you tell me or you ask my opinion, it's a privilege for me to give it to you. But I found out that I couldn't receive of my own medicine. So you must always learn that. And that's exactly what the Bible was saying in 1 Corinthians 13. No matter how valid your point is, it must be laced with love. Mm. It must be laced. I see there's no point telling somebody the blunt truth that breaks them. You want it to bend them. You don't want it to break them. Is somebody there with me? Yeah. Your bluntness must help them cross-correct to the opposite side of where they are heading to. But it should not break them. If it breaks them, you can mold them again. Do you understand? Mm. There is a way you will flog a child. You flog the child so much 
that it ceases to become the issue that you are flogging the child. It now becomes the fact that you have a temper problem. I, I don't know whether you guys have seen that before. That a woman will flog a child so badly with stripes all around the child's back. And you just look at, madam, this is not about what the child did. You have a anger problem. So what I'm trying to say here is, please, when you are trying to talk to somebody about truth or about, you know, hard truth, you must also wait. How does the person receive? I'm going to take a question from Ginika here. He says, please, can you also, um, can you also speak about how to have difficult conversations, especially for those who say they do not like confrontation mm. and then avoid situations that make them uncomfortable, even though those conversations may just be what they needed. Number one, every confrontation must be, must, how would I put it down? For you to be able to speak and confront somebody, you must have access to it. You must have access to that person. Uh. You must have access to be able to tell the person a type of truth that the person can swallow even when it's not comf comfortable. I'll give you an example. My wife can tell me I'm fat. Right, because I've given her access. A baby is fat. You, I, I'm just even using chubby. an example. I'm, I'm six half a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bothered. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't trust me. That's not yeah, the answer. Yeah, that just my you know, but there are some people that when they say it, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I'm sorry, it is not in your place to tell me. It's not your business. You know, now that is a can be a sensitive area in my life. But yeah. you must be able to understand that if I have given you that access, then you can say it. And that's because over time, I have seen that the integrity of your person is watching out for my good. So I can trust you even when you give me bitter truth. But the problem we have in our generation, and you see it so flagrantly on social media, someone that has no clue about you, no idea who you are. They just go on your page and they just say all sorts. They do not have access. But some other person will call you on the side and say, oh, sorry, I, I hope this doesn't come out as offensive, but I feel that maybe you could watch this. Maybe you could, you know, think about this. I'm feeling like this does not best represent you. And I know that you mean well when you do this, but it doesn't really speak well. That kind of person will receive it more because you've come from the place of empathy. But those that come with, this is just it, bam. It's challenging. Another thing I'm going to talk about confronting people is be sure that you can confront them on something that you too, you have overcome. There is no joy for a drunkard telling another man that he's drunk. A lot of mm. times, and the Bible says, look at the log in your eyes before you look at the speck in other people's eyes. Before you can enter that place of, 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 of confronting and you, you find out that even prophetically, and I learned this from my wife, even when it comes to telling people very hard conversations like, is your mother that is doing you? Or your husband is the reason why you are not succeeding. You know those kind of very hard prophecies? You must have access. You must have access. You just can't say things like that. Rather, pray for the person. Because if that person receives that word wrongly, it will do worse. It will do more damage than good. Mm. But if you, if, you, if you follow the person through, you can you know, give that word. I'll give you a typical example. Jesus looked at Peter and said to him, get thee behind me, Satan. That was a strong word to give a disciple. But do not forget that prior to that time, 
Jesus just literally said, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. But my father is in heaven. And he told him, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Peter understood the character of God. So he could swallow when Jesus said that thing to him. He could understand that, no, this is Jesus just rebuking something. He's not calling me the devil. But can you see how even Jesus had to pattern it? So I don't know whether I've answered the question or, or yeah. if I was not over the place. But yeah, I, I think so. But also, can also help yeah, Bishop, I, into perspective. All right, Bishop, um, anybody else please can raise their hand. Um, please, I'm waiting. But I think and there are actually people that don't like, they are married, they are in a relationship, they don't like confrontation. Sorry, but just to jump in on that, that in itself yeah. is a core value issue. The Bible says, and they were naked but not ashamed. What it means is you come in contact with your vulnerability. I can see your vulnerability, but it does not get me to the point of being ashamed. So if you are single, is that a red flag? It's a red flag. It's a red flag because confronting somebody from the place of love, and I keep saying this thing because, you know, sometimes my biggest problem is with the confronter. The confronter, you about to say, let me translate that in English. He doesn't know the way and the manner to. The Bible mm-hmm. says, the way of a fool will read all, for he doesn't know the way to the streets, I mean, to this market. Sometimes people do not know how to lace words with grace. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you burn bridges every time God gives you a word or you have a word of correction. There is a way you can you can make somebody understand the depth of a word without having them feeling the harshness. It's not about telling them the harshness. It's about making them understand mm, the depth of the, the word. the depth of the word without feeling the harshness. But Bishop, I think for this person, because I think we had a conversation, is when you, what if, because it might be a red flag, that you have laced it with sandwich and sugar and caramel, but people don't now. just, I know people that avoid conversation. For instance, I've seen a woman and you just avoid it. Um, your money. Oh, let me, and it's a money issue. For instance, you are flippant with money. You're always in debt. Let's talk about, it, but you rather not. You, you get angry. You turn into something, you change topic, or you just don't want to talk about. You rather not confront issues, not even confront. No, issues not confronting people, but confronting issues. Meaning you rather not talk about issues, right? That you just mm-hmm. wish them to go away or sweep them under the carpet. Or when they try to bring up these issues, you rather not talk about it. So like I, I, I think I've said this in one of our calls before. When you find somebody who run away from issues... Is or flip it on you for bringing it. Uh-huh. So you see, there are certain people that are very manipulative. They would use, yes, PI, have uncomfortable conversations. Okay. There are certain people that will flip it on you because they feel that um, how they, it's, it's called, it's a, it's a form of defense mechanism. Say you get is a form of defense mechanism, and you can tell because at the end of the day, the problem is not resolved, it's left hanging in the air. But they make it go, like, yeah, uh, yeah. so they for those like kind of people, you, you exactly you, you, you know them. I'm up for if you are in a relationship and you are intertwined with someone that has this kind of thing, it's going to be a red flag because in your marriage, I see guys, please know this thing. The person that has your best interest in heart is that woman you call Mrs. or that man you call Mr. And if that person does not have the singular privilege to be able to tell you that short, that skirt is short. I don't like this behavior. I think you are better off than this. No, don't do that. If you do not have a, if you have a problem taking such instructions, 
you definitely not be able to respect that person. And it's vice versa. It's both ways. There are some times that my wife dresses and she wants to be comfortable. And she wears maybe a boo-boo or something. And I just say, hey, where we are going, I think uh, this doesn't fit. Like, it's against our natural order of she wants to, you know, relax. But she's like, now, but and we talk about it. But can you imagine she's like, please, 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 please. Ah, he's all down to well. Ah, the next time, chances are that I will not speak about it again. Mm. Because she went defensive on me. But if she comes and she says, Olumde, to be honest, I just want something free. I'm not really in that space where I want to impress anybody. I just really need to breathe. I would turn my voice and say, you know what? If it makes you feel comfortable, and that could have been a conf- you said no go ahead. And that could have been a confrontation to her. That why why are you always talking bad about my dressing? Why 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 do you always make me feel yeah. You always yeah. make me feel like, you know, it, no, it's not about that. But the flip side is if I say things like, waiting this one way again now, why do they look like my mama? Mm. Can you already see that I have already brought that word of confrontation with harshness, not with depth? So good. And um, that is where I want people to be able to understand. People mm. would always feel uncomfortable with confrontation. It's a, see, I don't know. Or sensitive topic, comes, or money, sensitive topics, yes. body, breath, whatever. Uh, but it's the way you say it. Like, okay, how do you tell a guy that is way older than you that so you have very terrible body odor? It needs to be said, hence you die. <laughs> <laughs> but there needs to be a way. Ooh. There needs to be a way. Right. I buy roll on again, it's not working. Sometimes it's not working because that's insults. Sure, you get, but there needs to be a way, you know. And sometimes it just it's just it's just you just having the right time, the right mm. opportunity, and the right mm. words. And pray about it before you declare it. Mm. So good. Yeah. Um Claire, you raise your hand, Claire. Let's take it before we take a look. Let's save insert. Insert. <laughs> Oh my God, what I wasn't going to say, Pastor Olumide has said already, like you pretty much touched on everything around like difficult conversations. And I think that um, having them earlier in a relationship will pace, will give you the strength for the most difficult conversations later mm. because the truth is it gets more difficult. <laughs> but in its in the way it gets more difficult in terms of the conversation, it gets easier to address yeah. and walk Very over. So, so initially when myself and Aka were dating, you know, you would, we'll go on these long walks and during these long walks, we know that we're in a public space. We cannot shout and vex at each other like that. You know, you okay, air your views, I air my views. And we kind of are able to manage it because we're at that point where we're still trying to figure out conflict resolutions because usually when you're talking about difficult things, there's chance that there could be an argument. Mm. So at that point, you have to use the opportunity to figure out a conflict resolution plan. You know, you can use it to train yourself for future arguments, you know. I don't know if I'm making sense, but yeah. tone mm-hmm. and time, are, tone and time are very important. Like the way you say it, just like Pio said, and the person that you want to have this conversation with, you know, this boyfriend or this guy that you're really crazy about, you have to, you have to have that. Like, you, ha- he needs to be sure that 
he needs to trust you and you need to trust him. So what I'm saying is like, even one year into my marriage, like I still struggled with understanding that Aka loves me, you know, you would say it, I love you, but I'm like, yo, you shout at me. That's, that doesn't mean you love me, you know, or there are times where you snap. That doesn't, so when he does small things as a woman, it cancels every other thing. Mm. Right. So when he gets into a point where he wants to now have difficult conversations, there is no point where I can think and say, OK, this difficult conversation is having with me because he truly loves me. So the truth is, like, just like Pio said, <laughs> the person you need to have this conversation with, you have to have established trust and belief that they are doing saying what they're saying because they want the best for you. You know, so vulnerability again is, and you, if it's you they're having the conversation with, you also have to believe that the reason that conversation is being had is because of growth. So mm. once you scale past the conversation, there is growth in the end of it, whether it's for you or for the person or for both of you, you know? So I think there's always that fear where, you know, you're having difficult conversations, but you're usually afraid that this person will take what you're saying what you're saying for granted, you know, or will use the information you're sharing because sometimes these difficult conversations are not necessarily just about like, you know, your dressing it could be something from your past or it could be something mm. that you haven't oh. even dealt with, you know, it could be something that you've never even told anyone. So you have to really trust this person that you're dating, you know, for you to get to a point where you have to be sure that you're not, you yourself, you're not, doing you know you have to be sure that the person you're dating now is for real because you don't want to waste your time just dating it needs to be purposeful so that you can have these difficult conversations and you also get through the process of healing because whether we like it or not each and every one of us are like quote-unquote damaged property that needs to go through marriage I need to go through certain situations in life and our relationship with God for us to heal. You know, there's always something, there's always healing because of all these things that we go through in life. Anyway, I think I've said jargons, but anyway, goodbye guys. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. Let's, let's, I love watch. Let's, I love... Sorry. Oh, sorry. I wanted to say, I wanted to say, let's take Oluwole. I'm sure his hands are yes. taking by now. Uh, sir, it's electronic. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I feel I mean, when Pastor Missy was talking, there was something she said in passing, and I feel it's something like it's a guiding light, it's core values. Uh, there was a Miles hmm. Monroe book I was reading about on marriage, and he said something that he and his wife in their family they have something called guardrails, which are like things that they used to guard their family, which is a um one of them was you know, they even if they're joking. They don't say any insultive words to each other. So that that same thing can be applied when it comes to having difficult conversations, when True. you get in a relationship with somebody. And I feel sometimes when relationships get started, people don't talk about what's personal to them, what's important for them. They go based off feelings and then the important things they ignore. So if you know having some of these tough conversations is something that is big for you, it's something that should come up. So that would be a guardrail for the relationship so that it won't be much of a surprise because sometimes when it comes to difficult conversations, it catches the other party by surprise because it's like, ah, when did we start 
this kind of thing, it's indicative of the fact that no such conversation was had at the beginning. Even the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So it's those foundations that need to be taken a look at because, you know, that's the important part. Now, if post that, let's say the foundation is faulty, how do you address it? You know, come to timing and also knowing the person, you know, there's this popular um, thing in Art of War that says, you know, know thyself and in a thousand battles, you won't fear, you fear no defeat. That know thyself important part. Once you, once you have a gauge of yourself and you have a gauge of who you're dealing with, then you can time when to have such conversations. There are some conversations that are difficult to, to have. Um, because some of those things are tied to traumas in the past that those people have to go through therapy to be comfortable. Mm. To have those also, we also as individuals on either side of the spectrum have to have the patience to understand that some of these conversations are heavy. Case in point, you know, if somebody's asking, or, you know, I see some of these dating shows that they'll be like, oh, asking people like, oh, he's asking what someone's body count, is that important? For some people, their body count might have been tied to a trauma. So you don't expect yeah. them to just put a number. Like a yeah. It's not a joking stuff for them. It's not a joking stuff for them. It's also yeah. understanding that there's some resistance. You need patience. Mm. Or even sometimes... You have to, to end their trust. End their trust for that to come out. Or even sometimes just totally discount the thing if it's not important. Because I feel one of the trends now in pop culture is list of questions to ask. But the problem is you have this list. You've not asked yourself, is this list important? Mm. They're just going off the... So those are like, I feel like the questions we need to ask ourselves, like these things we want to know, this conversation I want to have, what's the goal? I believe like when it comes to certain things, difficult conversations, what is it? What are you trying to achieve? Even Christ said, you know, um, because of the joy that was placed before him, he suffered the cross. If peace and growth is not the end result Same. of that uncomfortable conversation you want to have, perish it. Because it is not going to contribute in any mm. way to the moving, moving further of the relationship, then there's no point having it. Don't have a, a difficult conversation off some of these cards they sell now, They're like, oh, questions to ask on your dates. If, if it has nothing, if it's not going to contribute to peace or growth, I don't, you know, in my personal opinion, I don't think it should be pursued. Thank you. Wow. So good. So, so good. Mr. Aikundayo, so, okay. we're going to take you before we move to the next yeah. question. Sorry, Mr. Let, me, let me just... Um, okay. Okay. Maybe, Mr. Aikundayo, just give me a second. Um, so that we also put a very strong, uh, very good balance to what Oluwale said. It's very true that... Like First Corinthians 13 said, if your prophecy, your prophecy, your prophecy, if your prophecy is not laced with love, it's noise. If your giving is not laced with love, it's rubbish. If you're giving yourself to be burnt is not laced with love, it's nothing. So if you're asking is not also laced with knowing your partner as against just trying to tick the box, you will get into trouble. There, 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 there are things, information that you would receive that you do not have the capacity on how to control. Give, a, yeah. give, a, give an example. You, 
just ask a woman because you know everybody is asking the question have you ever aborted before you know because it's part of the questions you should ask and she says yes actually i've done two now if you're not mentally strong <laughs> for that kind of answer you know you can even go overboard thinking that that is a deal breaker and in most cases that is not a deal breaker. What is a deal breaker is, does she still feel like if she makes those kind of mistakes, abortion is an alternative? Or does she still put herself in the position of where she can have sex and always speak abortion as the other way around? That is the red flag. But you take up a narrative of know this answer and you get to know the answer, but you do not know how to engage that answer. So I, I totally agree with what Oluwali has said. The flip side now is people that now do not ask enough questions. Ah, so exactly. Hmm. No, no, no. But but looking at what Oluwali said, if you don't create the divide, some people might actually start to feel like that book is one of those many books. Mm. And I'll give you a very typical example. I had somebody call me and say, oh, Olympia, I must be honest with you. When I read Pastor Bimbo's books, it really put me in a place of fear. You know, oh, wow. he was asking me things that by the, in the name of Jesus will not go through it. How can they be asking me what if I lose my job? God forbid. How can they ask what <laughs> if we don't have children? I reject in the name of Jesus. And this person is very, very strong. He's very sound spiritually, you know, and I totally respect his openness to me. Because guess what? No, 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 no. That is where he is. Yeah, what I agree. What that was for like, me woo. is to help him navigate yeah. the truth of that book. That say, okay, so this is it. There are certain things that happen that we do not plan for. And as omnipotent as you want to be like your father, you are not omnipotent, you are not omnipresent. There are certain things that God intentionally withholds from you so that you can build your tenacity of faith. If everybody knew that their first child would be by four, why would they give, why would they pray from age, uh, marriage age one <laughs> to three? They will just kill. But you see, marriage age one to four is building a tenacity for the future. So you can always lay hold of the past of, I didn't know I was going to have a child, but I believed God and at four years he showed up. Now, if this promotion is coming and they are denying me, I can exercise same level of faith to get it. It's not so good. So but good. the problem is a lot of people don't build that faith. So I was trying to explain to him that, you see, this is not saying that this will happen to you. We are just saying in the eventuality that this becomes a test God brings your way, how do you navigate? So you see that for me, what I started to do for that person was to build their capacity, not to run away from questions, but to handle questions even if they come. Then I told him, okay, even if this does not happen to you, what if somebody comes to seek counsel from you? on this area would you just tell them please i don't know uh, in my own place so i've not seen it in my life please go away far from me no so you also have to read up and scale up so that you can also be able to take people out wow, from the so good that being said please um if you if you have an understanding of your partner and your desire is to know him more i am of the opinion that there should be nothing that your partner should hide from you i know there's different schools of thought that says don't ask don't tell but i believe that part of what the bible meant when he said naked and not ashamed is you get to see where there's pot belly you get to see where there's flaps you must he must come to you naked you must come to her naked and together because shame is a construct shame is a construct that there is something to be you know, to be covered. When they were naked and they did not understand the concept of covering, there was oh, no shame. Big, yeah. yeah, there was no big deal seeing each other's nakedness because there was no construct of covering. 
But when sin came, they now saw that they had to cover what had always been open. Then shame came into the picture. So I always say, please, it's good that you know, because it also helps you. I'll give you this last instance, and I will go. When I was, uh, before I dated my wife, I had... I was going to say that. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's a sweet... Oh, look at you. You know, when I was dating, even before I dated my wife, when she, you know, I was having the chat with her, she knows the exact details. So please, if if you say, if I go out of tangent, just feel free to knock me back into focus. Yeah. So um, I I had this, I can't even call it a fling, was just a very bad episode with some lady where things happened and I was not proud of it, you know, and um, somewhere along the line, I had to tell my wife, I didn't give her the entire full details, but I had to tell her, I think, Miss, were we dating then? Okay, let me take it off from here, if you don't mind. So this uh-uh. is how the story goes. It goes like this. All right, so we're not, we're about, they just, we're just talking to me about it and the lady got close to me as well not well not close to me she was talking to me and made a statement indicting you and i'm just coming and for me in fact i'm already thinking about next week what we're going to talk about is core values because it's a whole conversation for me i don't know some people can condole it you see uh, honesty and openness is is like after god my core value right but the reason why i was able to was not a deal breaker for me even though it would have been a deal breaker because of where I was coming from, right? All right, ghost of girlfriend past or boyfriend past, right? It would have been a deal breaker, but it didn't. Was because he has hinted me about it. We had a conversation. I just didn't know the full details in terms of oh, it was this person or oh, this, this, this. Person said in a very in a funny way, and I called immediately. Do you understand? So the question of if I if it was a complete secret to me, ah. You will have, you will be like, hello, we have not even started. And so I think the question probably is always a case of Bishop, when is too soon? How is too soon? But because we're friends already and we have mutual friends, that kind of thing with a mutual somebody or somebody I know should not be something that I should be hearing. But the fact that he already told me, so it didn't catch me off guard, it's just that I didn't know it was this person. And then we're not dating as well. And of course, he, he told me the full details and all of that. And you know, What's the reason for wanting you to send pictures all the time? Oh, okay. All right. so, Somebody sent that question and I right. wanted so, us to. So talk yeah, about Bishop, it. I don't know if that covered it. So for me, it was the yeah. it didn't break the it didn't break everything, and that was it didn't break it for me. Even though I initially my thought like, oh my god, like what you said, Bishop was so good, and I think Olu really said that. I never thought about like if the fact that she had a two abortion, I'm like, eh, abortion deal breaker. You're trying to you might be throwing away the water and the bath. Because what yeah. happened to Bishop at that point was his low moment. It was his yes. very, he was, I tell people now, they're like, oh my God, Bishop. I'm like, well, if probably you met him then, when that happened to him with the girl and everything, people are like, oh my God, daddy. But because I saw that this is a guy, it's not a pattern, it was a mistake, right? And we spoke about it. Before he was like dating or you know he would date me, he was just saying the man that was really giving me David rap. I've messed up, I don't deserve the cuddy, the oil should come up for me. And like it's not that deep. So when he had that conversation before I found out, oh, before he started dating me, he wanted to date me and I knew who the person was. So please, it's very important. Some things I don't know how people do is who my field, they don't need to know. But I think that now I didn't need that information because of gist. It was going to be, can I trust this person? And also, yeah. Yeah. There's a question here. Oh, sorry, Xavier. Xavier, so sorry. 
Oh, all right. So I'll just make this quick. Um, I believe that there is no, it will be difficult for us, actually difficult to walk in this love we're talking about without, you know, embracing the reality of God's word. And then, um, you know, the, the Bible says, love does not keep a record of wrongs. It also That's says, awesome. love does, it also, I, I, okay, does not also say, but my own, if I, if I'm to analyze that scripture, it's, it could also mean love does not keep a record of good as well. And I'm saying that because, you know, when you're, I'm speaking from a perspective of marriage, now, when, you're, <laughs> when your spouse is doing well, love is all rosy and good. You know, right? When everything's fine, it's easy to love. But how do you love when there are, um, it's a difficult situation? And let me, let me try to express or explain more what I mean. You know, it's easy to love when everything's all good. You know, and speaking from marriage perspective, there are some scriptures, you know, that I'm just sharing this from experience, you know, and from, um, you know, my own study. There's a particular verse that I love to read and, you know, it's dealing with, dealing with offense in the marriage, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm saying it because, you know, offense is very rampant, you know, some of us grew up with offense as a way of life, mm. all right? And then, you know, and it's in the book of Proverbs, chapter 31, verse 12, it says, and he's speaking about the virtuous woman, verse 12 says, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life, right? You know, so take this scripture as a man and, you know, observe your wife to the lens of this word, that no matter what happens, you know, and another mm. verse comes to my mind, another verse comes to my mind, faithful are the wounds of a friend. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, meaning that, you know, um, so it's all about growing in the word of God, embracing the word of God. And there's another scripture I wanted to mention here. It talks about, it says, he that repeated matters, separated many friends. When you continually bring up an issue, you know, in a manner that is not constructive, that lacks love, it drives the wedge further in your relationship with your partner. Wow. So good. I did all these things to say that it's very important for us to embrace. If we, want to, if we want to really operationalize this love we're talking about, you can't do it outside the word of God. Mm. And it's addressing you as an individual. You know, most of the times we say, oh, if she or he does that, then I will do this. But really, you know, Bishop alluded to this. There are some things God will allow come to your way so that you can see yourself. You can have a report in front of you of the amount of work you need to do. Then you mm-hmm. need to go back to the word of God and begin to work on these things. I just thought to share. But the work starts from the individual. You want to work in this love you are going to have to start from yourself. And the word of God is a tool that will help us. Thanks. Wow, so good. So there's a question here. It says, I'm in a relationship and my guy wants me to be sending my picture whenever I am going out. And I'm not the type of person that snap picture like that. How can I handle it, sir? Thank you for thanks. Anybody want to jump in on that? Um, so let me get it right. He wants you to send picture every time you are going out. Is it to see your beauty? Because you want to see. Thank you, is my it, love. Is it? Um, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> is it to see your beauty? Is it to see who you are with? Is it to see? Then you should have the conversation what with this person wearing. because to what you just know that you might be snapping that picture for a very long time. Mm. Okay. 
So is it to, is it to, then why don't you, you it's not something you like to do. Tell me, I can relate to, yeah, what do you want to share? It so may not be something you- So the question to say, to see my looks. To see your looks. Okay. Now you can have a conversation. What? Oh, oh, okay. Let me give you an instance. Let me give you an instance. My husband, when he shops for me, now, now it's not all the time this is happening. So I can imagine that it might be frustrating to every day when you are not the picture type or this part of the thing of love. It's not you're not the type. But what are the other things this guy brings to the table? The other thing that has made this guy the guy you're dating and what he brings to the table is is him weightier than the sacrifice of picture? Is it long distance? Is it weightier than the sacrifice of picture that you can can you picture? All right. Okay, so let me give you an instance, right? Um, my husband, when he buys, uh, please answer that question to Bishop again. Is it long distance relationship? If it is a mama, it might really be snapping a lot of Bishop. So when my husband shops and he comes back, um, he likes me. So when I see the clothes, oh, wow, great. No, that's not enough. Bishop wants you to wear the clothes and I'll do like mini parade. I'll just come yeah, and Ah, no, sir. It's not a fight. I agree. It's, it's private. Okay. It's private. All right. So, I mean, if, in fact, you can even ask you to, to see how it stands, where, where. But my point is, he, he wants you to wear the clothes. He wants you to come. Oh, my God. You, you can't just wear the clothes and your face is down. You, you have to wear the clothes like you are really excited about the outfit. Initially, I'm like, who are me, man? Like, you bought the clothes. I'll wear it when it's convenient and everything, right? <laughs> As I said, um, class is a covenant thing. That's all I will say. However, <laughs> for the joy set ahead of me, the Thunder. joy of this guy went out of his way to shop for me. He didn't Never go and shop for me because he was trying to be mean to me. He did because of love. The discomfort of wearing it, I think I can accommodate that. I think I can accommodate that. So, all right. So now it's not every day like your, like, maybe like yours. So the question is, is it a long distance relationship? If you cannot, maybe you have a long day, you're tired. Does it get cranky that you forget that you sent yesterday? So you can look at this. Is this really a, oh, I want to be part of your life thing or is it a control thing? You want to wait. And it, for now it might be picture. Tomorrow is a case of, I want you to be cooking fresh food, which is not bad. The day you cannot cook the fresh food, does it now throw tantrum like, oh no, you don't do what I want? Will it sacrifice that? Oh, she's not able to snap picture. So if to you ask to come to the video, ground, like, oh, maybe you're tired, maybe something happened, maybe you're late. Okay, I understand. Thank you. I will I will go and and enjoy the benefit, the picture of yesterday. So for me, it's not the fact that it's asking to send picture every day that is a thing. You're looking at what is the what's the heart behind it? So I have if new, new information reaching me is is that they are in different states. Yeah. Uh, auntie me. Am I officially? Uh, 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 sweetie, you are going to take picture. I'll give you guys something. See, let's not also discount as the fact that sometimes she has just expressed herself that she's not the picture-taking person. True, sir. It's true. So the man must be able to give grace because she's coming from a place. Maybe this is our first uh, mini distance relationship. Oh, yeah. Like, so, did they have this conversation in the beginning? Where am I official? Where am I supposed to choose? See, so, they said, to be honest, she will conversation on money before dating. Some of it is in class that you find out that the lecture is hard. Yeah. Come on now. That is the tenacity <laughs> that I am a success, not a failure, that will make me pass this exam. 
You understand? So maybe she never knew. Maybe they were even together. I remember the time where I was, um, when my wife and I, uh, when the pandemic hit, you know, and I was working from home. Ah, oh my days. And me and my wife, we bonded on a, on a new... Love it. Baby, do you want to take some days off again? Go ahead, please. Do you want to cause another pandemic? Hey, Joe. Still, you know, it was such a beautiful and uh, unusual experience for us because I'm always the go out, coming da 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 da. But after you know the pandemic, it now became so difficult, you know, to want to leave my wife. My wife is always calling, "Are you not done? Be coming home." I mean, I'm like auntie, she has spots. I need to hit numbers here, you know. So we had to face that and. I had to make her see reasons why, you know, that, 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 that. In my right senses, that's not the time where if I have an opportunity to go home, I will not go and chill with the big boys. Or I will just go and be whiling out in one bar or in one, in one restaurant. I will head home because I know that is the longing of my wife's desire. So, auntie, for your own issue, you need to, number one, let him know that okay i like the fact that you want to see me you know it's nice and i i i i would do my best but please i want you to know that i'm still getting a hang of this thing when you tell him that he will he will be able to give you grace then you to live uh, live live up to live up to the grace that you have been given that's not when you now drop maybe before you were sending two pictures a day you now drop it to half you know just saying dp that should be you can see my dp no you understand, if it's a love language for him, you guys may have to meet yourself in the middle. He would also have to do some compromising, meaning that it's not every time that he wants it that he may get it, and he may not. He should not be offended by that. But he must also be able to let you know that, ah, I've missed you now. Uh, let me see how you are looking, my hot baby. And you know there's a way, I wish I knew the guy, you, but you know there's a way? Eh? You can ask him for a picture too. Uh, I don't need a picture, to be honest. <laughs> He's a guy, you know, but that might just be it, right? That so people are also giving you ideas. You can spice it up with, oh, this is what I'm eating now. Uh -huh. um, you can try more video calls. Another expert in the long distance uh, ministry, they are giving you. One auntie says she's not picture tired. Um, so I think she sees from, <laughs> I think she sees from the angle of, oh my God, so, okay. Um, what maybe when you want to take a picture, why are you doing this? If you always remember your why, how does this person make you feel? How do you like this <laughs> discomfort oh, or the joy of the joy of the first glory pictures? Because you guys are something else, yeah. All right, so but if it's really a deal breaker now, how is it taking it? Like I said, try it. Like, ah, maybe you miss it. Is he cranky? Is he angry? Then he doesn't get moody. Mm -hmm. Does he throw he does socks? Like is he throwing jabs? Ah. So it's not the picture that is a problem. Oh, it's a case yeah. of this brother. If he doesn't get what he wants, he's going to throw yes. tantrums. Yes. So, so you want to be sure what the issue is. Really, really, be issue. So I'm not teaching you bad thing, but you can just see if perhaps the days you miss it, how does he handle it? That is very critical. Very, very important. But hey, you guys will not be apart from forever. All right, so you just want to check that to be sure that it's not a case of this guy, if he doesn't have what he takes and all. Okay, so um, somebody say, well, if you're wearing short skates. <laughs> There's a question here, I can't, it says, I'm grateful I sent all my, please, can you read what Elfrida wrote? My, my, my I'm grateful was... I sent all those speakers to my husband while we were dating, because now, 
we look at the pictures and have things to talk about. Can you imagine? Past pictures uh, are plus to content creation. So oh, nice. wow. Hallelujah. That's another, that's another ESCO of the long-distance terrain. Abi, want to know if you're wearing shirts, quit. Ooh. Don't do that. Hope you are not going to be revealing cleavage up and down. But so I that's one of the things the person wants to. So let's just find out what that is. And I hope that. So we can take yeah. one more question before we wrap up. Are we getting in what love is? You can't do this love thing. You will, have you ever loved someone so much that it, you you it's like you it's hurting your flesh? I have, I know what that is. Like you, your body, your flesh is telling you do this. I do not know who you are. That bad, kinny, just a little. Let him know the stuff you are made of. DPD, oh, but everything inside of you screaming, love is patient, love is kind. So that thing Bishop said, exhale, take, so tell yourself, uh, God, Holy Spirit, help me. I have the life of Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, da, 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 da. Those things are powerful and they are very helpful. Very right? We powerful. cannot underestimate the power. See, you cannot do this thing. I don't, why am I brought it up? I mean, I, I didn't mean to, you know, oh, you the scripture. No, is that's the reality. My boyfriend doesn't like sending me pictures. He's not a picture person. Oh, but uh, now there's a brother that wants picture. What are we going to do about this? He says he's not a picture person. Bishop, over to you. How do we do this? Um, I, do I, I, so the beautiful thing about marriage and relationship is it doesn't leave you the same way. So, Mr., I'm not a picture person. <laughs> the same way you do not come into the relationship with all six packs, and uh, after a while, you can't maintain the six packs. So, what does that mean? You must be able to move ground. See, guys, marriage is not two static people extending love from the ocean. No, it's two people coming together, living their safe space, their comfortable place, and finding things together. If you say you are not a picture person, I get that. P.I., at the time, I was a picture person. Then I stopped being a picture person. But yeah. when my wife now says she wants pictures, I have to give pictures. But because she understands that it is not my first default, Jesus, it's, easy for, it's easy for her to give grace to me. But do not also forget that, this is what I always say, if you do not give him and he also chooses to withhold from you the one thing that you really love, would you be okay? that should help you find balance because if you know that okay so he likes pictures and you don't like giving pictures or and you like chats and he always prefer calling you, you understand what i'm trying to say if you can't give him what he wants but he can't also give you what you want you guys will be walls apart stretching and shouting that you are owing me you are owing me so i feel like there's a balance we may not always be I'm, I personally, I'm not the kind of person that you would always see me taking selfies. I may use a very expensive phone, but I can count the number of selfies on my phone. In fact, I, 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 I doubt if I actually have any selfie picture, right? But if my wife says she wants it, what does love say? You know, love is patient. Love is kind. Is that a kind act? That's okay. I would rather not. But if I do, it, would they also kill me? No. But my wife wants it. Ah, come on. I give it to her. So I feel like those are the kind of ways that we should look at this conversation. Uh, yeah, another thing is this, Bishop. Um, you can actually also see, not all these questions, those things behind it is to see, is this person making moves? Mm -hmm. Is this person making moves? Like, what I mean making, is it making an, an effort? You might not like it. Because if you say, I don't take it, I don't like it. I don't make efforts. 
for me, it goes beyond the this these two things to the the uh, the heart behind it. Are you making moves? Okay, so just want to see. Okay, baby, just try. You know. What can you send? Can you send money? Poem, good money text. Abby, he must have to send something. Yeah, I remember when we're dating, my husband is not a calling somebody. We had to find a compromise. For Mm -hmm. over a year, it was really busy when we just started dating and everything. There's a chatter. He used to, he he chats, and that chat's gone. If your phone spoil, your phone spoil. That's the end. There's no calling. In, in, you know, where except you know, if I have something that. urgent to pass across, exactly, it's not I that kind like, of person. So, I feel like calls are for information. Like, well, why are we on a call? No, be, and be sure, be sure, be sure. That's that's okay. that I, I, oh, sorry, I felt like mm-hmm. I, like before my wife, there was this lady that I was trying to like, and she did the strangest things. So, it was the time of midnight call. So, you know, now as guy, now you don't write down the things that you're going to talk about because awkwardness is not of God. Yeah. So, and me and this girl will finish talking about it, and I'm like, okay, you say bring something up now. Uh, Baba, you get some extra cool. Talk more, you know. And she's like, "No, if there's nothing to say, just still stay on the line. I, I'm, 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 I'm okay listening to your breath." I'm like, "Ah, ah, go hear me. It's my breath in my lungs, Abibao." You know, it was super awkward for me because I'm like, "No, how can credit be wasting? Credit is not even wasting. Battery is dying. Let's say, let's be saying something, please. It's all your love." Yeah, but I found out that, you know, that was just a me thing. For her, she was fine with it. So when I got into relationship, uh, I felt like with my wife, if I have something to pass across to you, I call you because that is credit, that is money. I give you information and you go. But if it's just uh, alpha now, alpha, and we have said alpha like 14 times, then there's really nothing is really far. So let's keep it short since nothing is far. But I can afford to tell you how far on a chat, and after two hours, something becomes far that comes up. Then we talk about what went far. You know, but if there's nothing to say, cut the call. And and also because I tend to be very busy at work. So I'm like, Psh. but guess what? Right, my wife sure. is a caller. Thank so you my very wife much. made me call. And yeah, that's where I'm getting to. You know? And she will tell me, I have one hot gist. And she knows that no gist passes me. I'm like fleet. I think God just gave me that wisdom. I'm like, oh, me Oh, jeez. Like, hey. And I say, call me back. You, you understand? I'm like mosquito. I mean, I'm like fleet. No, no mosquito can pass me back. Eh, gist is there. I'm calling. I'm packing. And she will now call me and tell her, hey, you've so, got me there. I now so started to why? body language. Yeah, so I'm not sending credit. So it started, that's what I was going. Yeah. Started sending me credit. Like, you know what? You are the strength for calling. Let's do this. Um, I found a way. So see how I delivered that word of I want you to call me. Instead of nagging, don't call me, don't call me. I know that we have a common ground. We love to chat. We love talking to each other. So it's not a case of it's not calling me because talking to somebody else. I'm going so, to block some people on this chat. <laughs> so, Gilika, you are fast reaching there. Just breathe your name upon me. Ayola, you are taking runner up. And Yolu Wale, you have joined the bandwagon. Somebody soundtrack, breathe by Dusi. So, <laughs> I mean... a very hot question here, Emisi. I think we should I know, it. I've seen it. So, yeah. I, I just want to say to that, that, you know what, just... Um, let's see if it moves around. Find a way that connects you guys. And, it, it, you know, for me, it's beyond what he's not doing. He's doing to the heart of it. Is he able to, you know, I don't do this because something is today's call, is today's picture, tomorrow is oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do dishes, I don't do something. Are you able to move grounds? It's not that deep, but there are patterns, there are things, okay? Or someone said, please read it, please. 
Okay, well, I'm gonna read it. Yes, sir. All right, coming right up. I said speaking for an error. Sorry, before we go, Bishop, before we read that one, let's still okay. on the call. So I said you handle somebody putting you, keeping you on the call and talking or attending to other things or pe pressing on the phone. It depends no, on no, you. No, no it depends. No, no, please. Dependency. No. Oh, value mini, yeah. No, no, wait now, babe. You know sorry. we do it. We do it. Me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But it's not, no. it's not, wait, that baby. Yeah, sorry, when I we do it, mic. it's not like it's a pattern or it's once in a while. Maybe something's happening. Like, oh, baby, please hold on. And you're talking to somebody. But at times when we're just really, well, that's once in a while, really. So it's not like, it's not, it can't Thank you very start. much. The Lord keep you for that answer. It's once in a while. All right, go ahead. You, Why can I be talking to you? And every time I'm like, is that for me? Is that for me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a conference call, Ni. No, 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 no. And I'm sorry, but sometimes some ladies are fond of that thing. And because we now let's go back to the culture. A man wants to feel respected. That's one of our love languages. If I am dedicating time to give you a la carte conversation, premium content, value me enough to give me premium aud audience. And if you need to sidestep to do something, then you know. Be, be decent about it. Not, and I'm like, so, you know, and that's how I went to work. And I'm like, hey, Richie, 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 Motisofer, Mama, I'm breaking in here. In fact, Mama, no, and I'm just talking away. And I'm like, then you're like, oh, sorry, Jerry, it was one person that upset me. You didn't value me. You didn't. Because what it means is that if I look at you face to face, minus phone now, if me and you are talking, you can stumble on a chat on your phone and you can keep chatting away and not remember that I'm talking to you. Please, it's 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 very important that you know we also offer that level of con um um and Emisi, let's not lie. Where well, we don't lie, let me let me rephrase that sentence. Remember those times where you are talking to me and like Olumide, can you listen to me? And I'm like, I'm listening, but I'm on my phone. Yeah, and same in my here. mind, I'm trying to form I'm a multitaskist. But my wife is like, no, sir, I want eye contact. So what do I do? I leave that phone and I zoom premium content. Begets premium audience. See for premium attention for premium content. Oh God. Yes. PPP power. All right, please go That's ahead true. and read the other. I think so the question, which will most likely be the last question for today, yeah. it says, I have a question about blind dates. I hope I used the right words, though. My worry, insurance cover you. Basically, getting connected to someone through a third party, is it something God can do? What God cannot do does not exist. Sorry, focus on limited. I.e., connect a relationship through such means. And when one agrees to such means, could it be seen in any, in any way for insiders and outsiders as desperation. Hmm. Let me see, you want to talk about that? Having seen that you tried to hook me up once. Thank Twice, you, actually. Jesus. Please Twice. read it again. Oh, read it again. I'm trying to scroll up. Read it again. Okay, it says I have a question. Okay, let me just get to the question. Um, is it is it something God can do that is connect a relationship through some so, um, another person, a third party, blind mm. date? Somebody connects you. Oh, yeah. Olumde, I have a friend called Risika. I think mm. she'll be a good match for you. Then she calls Risika. Oh, Olumde is a fine boy. I think you guys should hook up. Is it something God can do? And does it not make you feel desperate, either to insiders or outsiders? Uh, Abraham, what's the guy name? Abraham sent. His servants to go and find wife for Isaac. Okay. Isaac got um, the servant got there. 
he didn't know he, he found somebody and he con that's most of what happened back then like rebecca was brought to isaac hello yeah behold your wife so i feel like it can happen but being connected doesn't mean that you have to if you even if they connect you see whether you meet the person through third party first person second person it doesn't take away your responsibility to make the choice it doesn't take away the processes required to take a choice. I know people that, have, that, that they've met through third party and they are good and they're happily married. And I know people that it did not, it did not work, it did not move. I tried to hook mm. my husband twice with somebody. Well, and thank God that didn't work. And one of them attended my wedding, like, P.I., you almost hooked me up with this your husband. I'm like, oh my God. And what the perfect time to remind me, but hey, I'm with my wedding dress. So my point is, I feel like God can use people, can use mediums, and people have met. I mean, a friend of mine went for went for one friend spray, so maybe it's a good time. My ex introduced me to my wife. Ah, I oh, wow, 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 wow. I met my husband through a mutual friend. <laughs> okay, well, see, yeah, people yeah. are saying how they met their husband, so it's, it's possible. Wow, I oh, that's that's man, you're another level for Elfrida. That's a nice ex. Wow. Ex, ex of the Lord. Can I say so that means the ex is possible. Okay. That ex was not supposed to be your ex, was, was supposed to be your friend. Come on now. Wow. Mr. Ekundayo met his wife on Facebook. A friend of mine came to wear friend spray. We sat out together. We took a picture. And we want to also take picture randomly. I posted it on my on my Instagram page. I husband today, a, a, a mutual friend in church, saw the picture on my page. I said, wow, that's my wife. I want I thought there's just something. And that's how they met. I found a way to try to drag use code to package that we are going to the island, we're coming to your office. And they sat down, and that's how they met a picture on Instagram. And they are married today. So God mm. can use, I mean. God can use enemies. Claire and Aka, they met on the online. On the online. Mr. Yeah. Ekundayo and his wife, Omoyemi, met on the Facebook. Yeah. So, I mean, there are different third parties. Somebody invited my, my brother-in-law. What <laughs> God cannot do doesn't exist. Wow. Somebody invited <laughs> my brother-in-law to my sister's ministry. All right? So, my sister, while waiting at this ministry, somebody invited the brother come for this dinner. The brother entered the dinner, saw my sister, I said, wow, that's my wife. So he can, God can use it. And it doesn't make it mean you're desperate, but I know that your own, the one you're really saying is, somebody tell you, ah, there's this brother. And so both of you meet knowing that they've introduced both of you, like the intention of this meeting is that, um, yeah, in-law outing, yeah. The intention of this meeting is that they both know that you guys like yourself. So it's not a, oh, he cut eye for me. I think he likes me. You guys met on the first day we are meeting. The purpose of your meeting is that you like, we are trying to hook you guys up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get that, that, oh, is it awkward? And I think regardless of whether they introduce you that you are coming to meet yourself and not, it doesn't, don't take the pressure off. Meet the person like a friend. Take it slow, get to know. Ooh. Take it slow, get to know. Don't, see, I tell people, no matter what, let me the person make sure you are a friend. See, either I want to make friends or make some friends. So get there. My husband saw my picture on his friend's phone. I said, That's my way. Ah, there's such an anointing on this call. Come All on now. Men that Shandala, ba, 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 ba. Of wife from, from That's my wife. Ah, hey, hey. 
Oh, let me do, let me do, see, see you, see you. Anyways. Sorry, let me, let me speak from this space of someone that has been uh, linked before and it landed so that you can also gain perspective. Um, I'm glad that we have success stories here, but let me share from my own um, not so great experience so that you don't get into that mode and thus make wrong what could be right. Let me just say that. Um, so first thing I need you to understand is the concept of, you know, people relating or inviting or um, connecting you to people is, is that's that's the way we are as human beings we are social beings somebody loves you so much and feels like oh i feel like this person will be a right fit for you now don't forget that what that construct is is somebody has evaluated you in a certain type of light and assume that they know what you want and they have seen within their own social circle and they feel like they have something that you want is the simple system of i have money you have goods i want goods but you have money I, mean, I, I want goods, but you need money, and we exchange. That's the same thing that happens. So if we can do that for business, why not for husband? But moving forward, um, this is where it gets very twisted. Both parties come with an expectation. So I'll give you an example. Before I met my wife, the lady that I told you about that, you know, wanted me to just stay on the phone endlessly was a very good friend's um, – it was the sister of my friend's girlfriend let me put it that way now the, the boy and the girl i was part of the people that you know at least help them you know align so the guy was like oh this is my girlfriend's sister she's not a nice girl oh, look me there. and you're such a nice boy so what should happen when nice boy means nice girl uh -uh. they give back to too nice so the guy you know hooked us up <laughs> the guy hooked us up and um from the get-go, I was already working with the narrative of she's a nice girl. Now, do not forget that the guy measured nicety by his own standards, right? Meaning that maybe for him, there are certain things that he doesn't, you know, he's not a biggie for. The girl can be nice, meaning that, you know, maybe she, she likes to talk. But for him, he likes people that talk. So for him, that is nice. But if I'm someone that I'm a quiet person and I, I can get overtly, you know, bored if somebody talks too much, though the girl is nice, she may not be nice for me. So I came in thinking that the girl is nice for me, not knowing that the girl is nice according to my friend's standard. What I should have done was to unlearn so that I could relearn. But I just went to that throttle of, okay, you are a nice person for me. And I just saw that I was hitting brick walls because for her too, she just felt like, oh, this guy is so, he's, he's an okay guy, but he's not really getting me. Like, you know, I was, I, I, I don't think I was brash, but you know, she brings something, I'm like, come on now. Like, we're not just in sync, but we were nice people. So what I will tell you is, is there is nothing wrong with people hooking you up. It's just a function of good social network, right? If somebody has a good social network and they feel like you are also being a good a good person in their in their friend space, hey, they can say, hey, you know what? I feel like you know this will look good on you, or this person will compliment you nicely, you know. And hey, it can work, but please unlearn. Because that person's report card may not entirely fit into what you call as dream wife or dream husband. Yeah. So, conversation, friendship.
try to know what the person likes. Don't build a layer on that person's assumption of yes. oh, that person's record of this guy. person is the best thing. Yeah, know them for yourself. Is he a great guy with a little anger, but my friend never saw the anger, so he was never able to tell you about the anger. But you now get to see the anger. Is he a great guy, but he can be quite impatient or quite brash or irrational? Those are things that you need to learn for yourself. Then now ask yourself, am I okay with this? Or else, that's the guy, you know what? It was nice meeting you, knowing you. We'll stay as friends because now we have a common friend, which is that my friend. But in terms of relationship, we may not work. But I would still like to be a friend to you. And if the person says, oh, no, sorry, I came in here with the mindset of putting a ring on the finger. Well, then you tell him that, you know what? I'm not sure I can give you that ring or I can't give you that finger right now. Um, Bishop, I also want to say this, whether you meet a person, you get to know, the same way you can meet somebody randomly and they'll still pretend, it's the same way they can hook you up with somebody and they'll still pretend. Yes, the honest is on you to make sure that you begin to get, let that be your principle, take it slow, get to know. Regardless of where you meet the person from, whether from the stage on the altar, is falling under the anointing and you're catching him or other way, just make sure that regardless of what you see, you want to get to know the person. So let that be your mantra. So no matter how you meet them, let them, I know the pressure is high. They've introduced that you guys are good for each other. All right. When you guys eventually get to see, don't avoid awkwardness. You go to business meeting sometimes, don't you? And they already know that this person is here to collect your money. You don't just like, say, give me your money. You want to build rapport. The same thing, build rapport. How are you doing? Comment on other things. Get to know, no pressure. I know it sounds easy, but you have to make up your mind that no pressure at all god can use anyone anyway people can pretend people there's pressure i know most times the pressure is already you go for a date and you're just smiling waiting for who's going to ask a question choose not to go that route choose to talk about other things see this person as another friend that you met i'll be through somebody like bishop said don't build based on what they said build based on what you're about to experience build based on what because this is what they said has put people into trouble Guys or girls that are very good on the outside, they're good to people, but people close to them suffer. They don't know how to take it, it's just for show. So if you if you live based on what people say about someone, what is your experience about the person? What's the one God will reveal to you, the world, the one you uncover and everything. So I think that is that for tonight. Wow, so we've learned what love is now. I think by next week we wanna do something. Yeah, so true blessing, nobody idea truth of forever. Want to do something next week about so guys don't forget i told you about the sex therapy for for couples we're putting it together hopefully next week by god so i wanted this week to pass by we're putting it together it's not just going to be at the church it's going to be sex therapy bishop po so all the people of different of ministries everybody can come together you know uh but i don't know whether you're single please send eat me up with a dm man eat me up with a dm let, let, let's talk yeah um um, what was I saying before the DM part? Yeah, and next week we're going to be talking about core values. I'm going to tell you core values because that saved my life. Core values. We're going to talk about it. We're going to put it apart. You know, let, let's do this. But thank you so much. I don't want I want to know with a, with a smiley, express how you felt today. How was today? How has it been joining us on this call? You know, just being um, about to do one that you that introduced you to your ex introduced you. <laughs> <laughs> please, uh, not only Oluwole, if you are also single on this call, please put it there. Ain't yes. no point standing like a potato. Yes, put and girl, if you are single, please don't be there. 
it's time to mingle. It can be said on the day PI did the program, I met the aha. And people have met, like, I mean, God, well, I have quite, well, your prophecy, God loves you, man, girl. God loves you. That's it. God loves you, girl. That's your prophecy right there. All right. Brother Mendo, are you single? Come on now. Let's do this. All right. All right, guys. It was nice chatting with you. I was today. Hope you learned something. Father, yeah. just pray for everyone. Teach us, oh God. We've learned today that we cannot love without you. You cannot love without you. So help us, oh Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I was on doing sex therapy for men. I am doing it quietly. Blessing, so what in the world so is the that? Blessing, my <laughs> so as we do that for married people, we're going to do something for single people as well. We're going to do something for single people. Uh, I just pray for total restoration for you in the name of Jesus. That's what comes to my heart for you. Total restoration. I think that's draw to all the years, the cancer worms, caterpillar, all the worms, all of them have eaten. The Lord is restoring for you. That's Amen. all that God loves you big. All right, guys. God bless you. It's nice hanging with you. Um, remember again, it's the Fountain of Light Church Hope Center. We love to, you know, come together, spend time together. You know, the art of self-control for singles. Come on now. The so art good, of so body for singles. All right, we're gonna do something really, really, really cool here. I want to encourage married people, do something fun with your spouse tonight. Adiola, Adiola Adams, God loves you big. Come on. God loves you big. Come on. All right. Um, you can listen to all the podcasts. Moji, please put it, put the link again. Put the link, copy the link from the please hold on, get the link. Listen to what we did last week, past week, all the other messages there. You can also enjoy it. Um, if you're trusting God for a Bible-believing church, of course, you can always come. They're planted in your church, serve there, continue to be a blessing. I can always hang together every Friday by 7 p.m. So that's the link for the for that. You can also check us out on Spotify and other podcast app. All right. This is me dropping it. Oh no, this is me signing out. I'm not it's not dropping it that's it. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me. It's always a relief. It's always a joy here. Um, thank you so much for joining. For those that did not speak, but you were soaking in, you know, may you be full and dispensed to your world. For those that spoke, may you be replenished in the name of Jesus. God bless you. I We believe 
that you've been richly blessed by this message. We are a ministry with a mission to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, which birth hope, love, and so much more. For more information, you can follow us on our social media platforms at TFOLC Hope Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or you can visit our website www.tfolchopecenter.org. 